yeah, so uh, welcome back to my my watches right <laughs> yeah we renamed it a couple of times so it was my watches uh podcast episode three um it's been a long hiatus over the last one we did was like august i believe so almost two months right now um but we are back uh yeah we got everybody together and we're gonna have episode three today all right so i think as usual first things first wrist check for everybody um let's like start with your team oh i'm having a. Uh... Black Bay 58 on me. Nice. So cool. re- recent purchase, right? Recent purchase. Yeah, got correct. poisoned by everybody. So. Yes, I guess that's the <laughs> that, point. That's, that's the whole point of Watch Community, right? <laughs> cool. Alright, I'm rocking the uh, Datejust 36 uh, in black. I'm rocking the Seiko Alpanis with a Degrief leather strap. I'm wearing a Grand Seiko. SBGR25, there's no nickname for this. <laughs> just call it by the reference number. An expensive sock. Yeah, right, let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, expensive sock. Okay, so um, today, although we're a little bit late, uh, but we want to talk about the major thing. It's what are your thoughts on the latest Rolex 2020 model, right? Mainly the, the, yeah. the sub and also the, the OP, right? So I think we can start off with the, 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 the big story, right? The sub moving towards forty one, the big change, discontinuing of the, the previous one. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts about it? Is it yay or nay or like? I personally thought that the color choices was a bit pastely, like like the sub, the toyish, yeah, like a toyish type of color. The sub, yeah, the subs. <laughs> is there a change? That mean the, the, the yeah, the, I think like the the blue and even the green uh. is a different type of green. It it, it seems more uh. pastel, like a pastel toy type of color. Okay, uh. right, and and I think that's the same direction that they went with the OPs as well. If you notice, mm. that the colors are more pastely. Um, yeah, I guess maybe some people like it, but personally, I think that kind of mm. takes away the the classiness of it. But when you talk about that. Which one do you prefer? You prefer the hook or you prefer the new green? I'm not sure if there's a new nickname for it yet. The they call it the Kermit with a C because yeah. it's ceramic yeah. Kermit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I think I don't know, I haven't seen I haven't seen the new one in person, but judging by the pictures and I said that, you know, I don't really like the whole pastely look, so I would say I would probably prefer the, the old hulk okay. colour. Okay. And I guess for me I was kinda dip- disappointed that they increased the case size as well because I thought that 40 was really the, the, the good size for it and if anything I was hoping that maybe there's a smaller variation. But but then again if you look at the, the actual, I haven't seen it in person as well, but looking at the pictures of the actual comparison between the 40 and the 41, it looks a lot more proportionate compared mm. to the, the 40 with the maxi case and everything. I yeah, that's they, what I yeah. think yeah. so as well. They, yeah. they reduced the, the lug size I think, so mm. at least they did that. Yeah, the lug size. They didn't reduce the lug size. They increased the lug size from didn't they? From twenty to twenty one. No, the the size of the lug. Oh, not the lug, the lug. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's 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 slimmer now. Yeah. I mean, the profile is slimmer. The profile, yeah. That's why maybe probably it looks slimmer on the rest, as well. Though the total <laughs> diameter is forty one mm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I I think my my only problem with this uh can now, is that like. Everything else for sure will follow this, right? I mean, eventually all the forty mm models, I think, will move to forty one. So? Really? It's gonna. Yeah. You think they're gonna switch? Yeah, all I the think so. 
even the oyster starting with the sub 39 the next one will be the explorer probably yeah probably the explorer that says anytime you get it is to get 39 explorer right now before it goes 41 alright even even then I think the 39 explorer was no that makes sense they start from the sub and then they extend it to the range of the the rest of the range they started with the date just first 41 yeah the date just was 41 and then you have the sub now and then the OP um which we'll get into the OP later, but uh, let's let's stick to because even the character Air King was already like forty one mm. mm, right? So probably, all the, all the sports models will follow the same. Yeah, unfortunately, well. but yeah. I don't know. I, I I will reserve my judgment until I actually see a a, a sub in person <laughs> if yeah. I can see a sub in yeah. person. If I even buy one or something like that. The way we're saying is that we can see one <laughs> in person. I mean, right? if you look at. I, no, none of us have seen it obviously, but um, if you look at the online pictures mm. comparison, uh, the side, uh, side by side from the old sub and the new sub, um, I think the most important thing is that the luck to luck is the same, right? For no. both. Like, is it? You mean the length? The, or the distance the from the luck to luck? The distance from, luck to luck. from both okay. lucks, yeah. Mm. But the is case the is, I think it is the same. So the variability is actually the same, yep. but the proportion is slightly larger so so the uh, when when i I first heard the news immediately my first reaction was like no like stop (laughs) stop increasing the size it's like um for for, especially for for asian like us uh with very very small wrists it's 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 really tough enough to to look for watches and so on right and then Mm -hmm. right now they increase the size but after looking at the pictures i'll be like hey actually it might be better um to me the proportion of things it's actually very nicely done i'm not sure how it is in real life but at least in the picture mm. um the the 40mm one's a little bit unproportioned right that the the, the lux looks mm. a lot larger than it should yeah. be in comparison mm. to but, the, the the case yeah but arguably that's because of the maxi case though yeah. so when i look at the 40mm and that's also why i really want a burpee sub submariner is that when i look at the old the old submariners and the really slim case profile and the not so chunky bracelet back then mm-hmm. i think that is the right p- proportion, at least for me. Mm. So, with a pre-ceramic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. But right now, I think Rolex is like setting up their old trend, right? I mean, yeah. Rolex never gives what the people want. They, <laughs> they make the people want what they uh, think what people should want. Right? This thing should be ideal, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. So right now, if you're since they increased the forty-one mm, the strap, your your all your straps and accessories should be. You also need to change it to 21 mm. Yeah, 20, 21 is a big... It's 21 now. Yeah, to me, to me, it's like I never understood where there's 21, 19 coming to place. It's like 18, 20, that's it, right? To me, it's like I, as much as I, uh, I, I could, I really want people to stop aligning that. Yeah, Hyper Conquest is also 21. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rolex standard. So now, it's, yeah, it. so now it's a standard. Back then, it was like an odd uh, yeah. luck wave. I guess now with Rolex doing it, people are going to call it a standard. Uh, I don't, I don't know. know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how how about what are your thoughts on the bluesy, right? The 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 white gold. Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that something that you would buy if you had the chance? I think they they're following the trend of the uh, the, the blue Pepsi, watch, right? Uh, the, because remember last time Pepsi only came with white, white gold, gold yeah. yeah, and they released the stainless steel version of the Pepsi, mm-hmm. and they changed the white gold dial to blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think they want to make that blue dial exclusively for white gold. And that's how I feel. Oh. Yeah. But it's still a different shade of blue than the just blue and the yeah. And the the OP middle blue, the right? middle links are polished as well, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, I that's something that uh, uh. I would probably would never afford to buy. <laughs> <it>. Yeah. 
But I think there's a higher chance for you to buy it than buy a stainless steel. Uh, I, I think it's model. equally as hard, to be honest, <laughs> right, at this point in time. Mm. All right. Okay, okay, moving on. All right, you talk about the sub. Now we talk about, I think the one that every, I think there's a lot of, uh, I don't know, quite, quite controversial or like um, mm. a very bold move from Rolex N, but the OP, right? The, the various assortment of colorful dolls. Yeah. What do you think about that? That's the perpetual. Yeah. They have like the yellow, the Tiffany blue. I can't believe they discontinued the rhodium though. <sighs> to me, that was to me the rhodium thirty nine and the white thirty nine. It's yeah. always something I want. It's just very clean and basic right. Rolex watch. It's just nothing mm. more unique. It's just very simple, right? And mm. they discontinue it, and that's something that I really wish they didn't do it. The rhodium but, yeah. was was a good. Oh man, good yeah, the rhodium one was nice. So I, I had I had a choice to either go for a booking for a a, a date just or a OP white 39 mm. and then my mind was like I could always get the OP white in, in any time right it, it was just like only two years <laughs> old and everything a little did I know uh, it's discontinued and the price increased for that it's like huge search for that as well mm. um, to me personally I don't know what to say about the colors I am not a fan of it yeah. uh, uh, Renee is okay with the yellow uh, uh, I like it <laughs> she like it's it. weird like, uh, again, again going back to my previous statement yeah. that I say that it's, the, it's, the, it's like a very pastel type of uh, assortment of colors which, which I felt was quite a a very non-Rolex move but yeah, yeah I would say this it's not a traditional Rolex design because yeah. Rolex like should be boring eh? <laughs> should be plain Boring, yeah. elegant. Watch. <laughs> but that's what people complain, right? And then now <laughs> you have this, and people complain as well. Say, what the yeah, fuck yeah. are you doing? I think the purists right. will complain the most. All right, fair enough. <laughs> but I mean, this is not something new really for us. I mean, last there was a few batches where they released this yellow dial, mm. as well as other colorful dials. But it's quite limited, so it's not very common. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I think they still want to bring this trend back with more colors. Mm-hmm. Swatch. <laughs> so, <laughs> More playful. Yeah. Fair enough. Would you buy it? Would you buy the yellow? I would. You would. <laughs> hey, yeah, yeah. I like yellow. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, I'm I'm quite disappointed that they they discontinued the thirty nine. Tell me about it. Millimeters. Oh. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that was a good size. But well, mm. there's still the thirty six. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's. Is that still a 36 white? I don't think so, right? The white is gone, if I'm not mistaken. Ah, uh, don't think so. No. Yeah, it's like, uh, to me. And I don't really like the, the 36, and I don't really like the 41 as well, because the, the 369 is a double line. The oh. indices is double line. Whereas the, the previous white 39, it's, everything mm. is very, very much yeah. proportionate yeah. even. Mm. Right? It's all mm. single line. Right. So I was like, uh, I don't know. And they removed the the so-called 36 Explorer as well for oh, the OP. The yeah, yeah, the 369, yeah. Ex- the 369 is OP is gone. Mm. So there's no yeah. there's no cheap Explorer for you to buy. Yeah, I was actually considering that one. Yeah, uh, man, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, it, it, it disappointed or I don't know, approved or what? I guess that's um, really down to preference. Um, but speaking of Rolex, mm. what are your thoughts about Rolex and how day market watch right i mean a lot of people hate it a lot of people um disapprove of it um they say that it's artificially inflated in terms of the demand to to create the hype and everything um what do you think you think you, you think it's true do they act, yeah are they actually doing that or it's just just a matter of 
the demand and supply that's happening right now. I don't know. I, I mean, I always want to think that the reason why Rolex is doing it is to preserve the quality, right? I don't think they, I mean, I personally think that they don't over produce or do mm. mass production of it. Though they're already doing mass production, mm. but if they double the production volume, I think, I just think that there will be some sacrifices and quality mm. that will happen. But I, but you can't blame the people, right? Because Rolex are very well known brand which is associated with luxury even the non-watch people knows this brand right mm. uh, it's just a case of uh, demand more than supply yeah yeah i yeah but i personally feel that probably they could i mean, i don't know in this day and age i'm my personal view is that probably they could scale up their operation and still mm. maintain the quality and i, I find I it agree, a bit I, I find it a bit hard to believe because this hobby of watches is mm. I mean yeah everyone knows what a Rolex is but I don't yeah. think if you ask a lot of people if they could buy a Rolex f- for the retail price those that don't know how scarce is it they probably wouldn't want to as well so but I don't think many, how many ma- watch makers can you get you know mm. there's only like very limited watch makers now that but I, there could be an know. argument say, uh, that you know they control production so yeah. that there will be a very healthy aftermarket uh, demand for it uh, right. secondary market and and that's yeah. why typically yeah. for some uh, watches that you can't get at the AD um, the secondary market yeah, I, I think I think the only problem with that is they're not doing anything to, to, to address, solve that problem, yeah. Yeah, yeah, problem. Yeah. that's why it's mm. leading to abuse yeah. getting a, a lot of abuses from out of control right? sometimes yeah. 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 To, to, to me I, I think it, having it scarce and everything is okay but to me I think as, as a watch lover for everybody of us as well right we obviously don't want the watches to fall into the wrong hands, right? In terms of the scalpers, the flippers, mm. and anything at the exactly. end. And especially, I think, um, in certain countries, certain places, there's a lot of shady business going on uh-huh. in, in terms of the 80s and right. So one very simple, straightforward one is the the, the bundling. Right? They force you mm. to purchase non-popular watches in order for you to mm. buy Rolex. I think that's that's not cool. I personally right. don't is like it. Is this even legal? You know? Yeah, is this even legal? <laughs> but I mean, people want it so badly. I mean, like people will do anything for it at this point of time, mm. right? Mm. And, and and second one is like the the people selling it internally or people mm. people giving favoritism towards like uh, certain people, uh, and in order to get watches, right? For example, I. I sell it to someone I know internally and then mm. they, they get it, they flip the watches, they split the profit over there, mm. right? So bulk of the watches are actually flowing through the grey market right now instead mm. of going to people who actually appreciate the watch and would buy it and never sell it and never flip it, mm. right? So I know I think that's something that they, they need to address. Um, however, that being said, it's not an easy problem to solve. Mm. Um, I personally don't know how they're going to solve it as well, mm. right? Um, there are cases like uh, I think certain places like UK and so on when you mm. buy a Rolex they they would hold the warranty card yeah. for a year right oh, I didn't know it yeah. So yeah. Oh. you can only flip it later right? you can't flip it <laughs> after yeah. a year yeah so you, you can't like, you, That's you, you need a lot of model down period for yeah. you uh-huh. but some people don't agree with that as well right right because some people say I, it's, this is my yeah, I, I, I own it why should I, I do whatever like, I want yeah. with it yeah. exactly so there's, there's, there's a lot of argument here and there say it's like if I own the watch I can flip it I can mm. do whatever the hell I want but then I, I don't know it, it's, it's, it's a never ending argument mm. into this particular topic and so on but personally uh, I, I just hope it could be better I just mm. hope everybody can just walk in like your old days yep. walk into a Rolex if they want a sub they can buy a sub that's it yeah. right I don't know. 
but yeah, <laughs> I don't know, to, to to me because I I I'm pretty sure most of us would want to buy a Rolex as well, right? I I I know I want to. I mean, if given the chance, pretty sure yeah. most people would want to as well. But it's just that the fact Maybe. is, it, it it's <laughs> so hard, and then um the thought of paying double the price or so on to no to way, a yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm not I'm not for that right. I'd rather not own one. Um, to, yeah. to for Rolex, yeah. Any other thoughts on that? No. I don't know like people keep talking about like this bubble will burst eventually, <laughs> right? but they've been talking about this about this for like, so many yeah. years already. It's still there, right? So I don't know when it will end. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it it's not only the watch industry, right? I mean, like it's same goes with other. In popular stuff like shoes and so on people yeah but, but during this know. pandemic situation you will think that all luxury items <laughs> will like, well yeah nope at, at least the market yeah. demand yeah. for right uh, the rich they reach <laughs> i guess yeah I, yeah i don't know i think in this pandemic people's <laughs> it's, it's surprising to see that actually people spending power is still very high i think mm. there's still people buying a lot of luxury goods mm-hmm. but yeah. but that's the thing like, the, the people who buy luxury goods will still be the uh, people who will continue to buy luxury goods regardless of yeah. um, what situation Pandemic. yeah fair enough okay cool uh, yeah so yeah, I just hope one day Rolex will get better yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Rolex will get better yeah alright so speaking of Rolex they are I don't know what they call Tudor sister company or, or the subsidiary or, uh-huh. or yeah. yeah however you call it what are your thoughts on Tudor right there's a lot of um People that are saying that oh, Tudor is only for people who can't afford Rolexes. Tudor is, is partially true. Cheaper. <laughs> 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 so, what are your thoughts on that? I think I think Tudor has its own heritage and history uh-huh. behind it, right? I, if I'm not mistaken, it's uh, it, it used to be issued to military back in the days. Mm. Was it? I think. Yeah, but uh, it's 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 like the little brother of Rolex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, historically, like. Mm, Every yeah. time there's a Rolex release, there's also a Tudor release, mm. like, which is exactly yeah. the same brand, the same model, right? Like a the Rolex Submariner, Tudor Submariner, which is just like a lower, slightly lower quality, with a cheaper movement, which mm. is mostly ETA mm. at the time. But I think recently Tudor has began yeah. uh, changing the perspective, mm. trying to change like yeah. how I, people I, see yeah, it. I think, it's a yeah. and I think their design cues are quite. Uh, unique to the brand Tudor itself as well mm. like, like the snowflake hand and all that yeah. so it's not uh, like it's just it's, it's a cheaper identity. version of, of, yeah. a, of a watch even mm. though maybe it started off as a means for people to get it mm. and, and for cheaper but at least mm. it, they still had its own unique design and it's, yeah and I think at the end of the day it's yeah it's not just a cheaper option so I think it's still it's still good it's a good option for people to go with and I personally thought that when I looked at the old Tudor submariners. I thought it looks pretty nice as well. It's it's, it's not nice. it's not it just like nice. a yeah. it's not just like a like a mm. copy of the of the Rolex submariner, right? It's, it's I think the for example the the bezel is a lot more toothy. Mm. It looks more looks more toolistic in a way, mm. and I thought that was that was really nice. Yeah, to me the like the blue the blue, yeah, the blue Tudor sub yeah. with the rose logo. To me, uh, that's one of what I want to own. Yeah, yeah exactly. for sure, it's very very yeah. beautiful. Um, to, to to me, I don't know to. It's different, right? To me, it's like um, 
it's, it's, there's a watch for every purpose there's a watch for every occasion and so on I think the same goes with with, uh, with Rolexes and, and, and Tudors as well doesn't mean that you own a Rolex you, you're like Tudors it's not good enough for you it's mm. not right uh, I mean if you if you want like a potentially even like a Rolex for a luxury occasion and then if you want a, a beater you can have like a Tudor for it I don't know like for whatever occasion or whatever purpose that is it's 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 so different purposes <laughs> lot, right and as you mentioned as well uh, mm. that Tudor has been branching out to, to having like their own um, unique watches and so on uh-huh. like the 58 that, that's pretty mm-hmm. um, although it's somewhat like a, a still sub inspired one and then but the, the super unique one is the what, P01 P01 yeah. yeah like it or hate <laughs> it uh, that's but, but yeah. this yeah it's taking its own design yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah but I would say the quality of two door is, is, is up there it's, it's although it's not as good as Rolex, but uh, I don't think it's I don't think like Rolex can justify three times the price. Yep. Like yeah. maybe yep. if they compare the soft, just basing on the quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The movement really especially when they are on in-house movements. Yeah. As well. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So so w- with that being said, like you compare with Rolex, you compare with Tudor as well. Why don't you compare with Rolex and some other brands that is a lot easier acquirable, say Omega, mm. right? It, it's Omega, just a, a sub-power watch to Rolex uh, because they're so easily acquirable. You can walk into a place, you get a Speedmaster, you get a Seamaster mm. easily. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, I definitely disagree. Yeah. Um, I think um, it's, it's kind of just different marketing strategies that's employed. And also... Um, the disparities in uh, uh, demand. Clearly, mm-hmm. Rolex is a a stronger brand. Um, uh, it's it's much more uh, uh, desired. It's much more aspirational because Rolex is always uh, um, associated with success, always so- associated mm-hmm. with luxury, and and it's more of a demand uh, uh, versus supply thing. Um, there's much more demand for Rolex watches, and and perhaps because of the scarcity thing as well. That's why you. That's always a waiting list at your eighties for Rolex. There's no even waiting list anymore, man. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they tell you there's no more waiting list. There's only interest list. Uh, exactly. You can put your name in there. It's getting worse, in yeah. fact. And say that all right, if we if we feel like we call you, we'll call you, and yeah. it's not right. So, hmm. yeah. Yeah, I think if you compare Omega with like Rolex, let's say a Submariner seamaster I think value wise the Omega is still yeah, I mean at least exactly. in my it's point of view the value is still yeah. way better than you know if you mm. get Rolex yes the Rolex is better but does it just justify you know paying two yeah. times or even three times the price and waiting for I it I guess yeah I guess most of the time the answer will be no <laughs> and I guess most of the time you will even find that the workmanship is comparable for just that you even know, better yeah, or even yeah. better right yeah. if you look at the Grand Seiko uh, which Rene has on right now I mean, there's, there's, you know, macro shots going around on, on, on the internet. You can have a look. You can see that the finishing on, on the Grand Seiko, they call it the Zaratsu finishing. It's, it's way more cleaner and crisper than the Rolex, right? And Probably even comparable to a Patek. Huh? Yeah, so it's... Yeah, Patek though, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Patek was a different story. I, I, yeah. I would know some people who would argue. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, I mean, point, point being that, you know, there, there are brands that, you know, have different focus, right? You mm. know, Rolex is like like what the team has mentioned. They focus on their imaging, 
associated with success, and then you know we have like the Grand Seiko who is like dedicated towards just producing something that that is up to that standard of of, of what they, they they deem as you know the perfect the perfection mm. right they they, they, mm. they crave to get that perfection state. So I think that yeah. Yeah. Uh, I I think I personally think I agree with you like Omega. For the value that you're getting and the amount you pay for, and the technology is there, they they try to keep on innovating things. But uh, I think the only problem with them is they're releasing too much limited edition <laughs> editions of Omega. Yeah. Things like, like how many limited editions of Speed Masters yeah. can you have and C Masters, true. right? <laughs> and I think they just have too many variations. You scroll, uh, go to the Omega site. Yeah. Every one of them still sells though. Every one of them still still, still fetches yeah. a super high reselling price though. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I guess at the end of the day, you still you still have that you know Speedmaster Professional. Yeah. That you still the classic one. Yeah, the classic one is still gonna be there. But I think I personally think they have stuff. too much selections. You know? There's yeah. too many to choose from. Mm. I don't know. I have a differing viewpoint. I think that maybe is what um uh, makes it stand apart from like a Rolex. Mm. Like they they um. They're comfortable with having fun with the brand. Like mm. there's the the Snoopy version yeah. of it, that's the Ultraman one, yeah. which was actually really cool. Yeah. And then there's always the James Bond tribute watches. Yeah. But I know there are some that are quite questionable as well. Yeah. But uh. I like the fun funness to the brand. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I guess I guess they yeah, okay with pushing the boundaries and seeing what's mm. you know, what, mm. what, what they can do with, with the design and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To, to me, it's like, I, I uh, personally always feel that the price you pay for for a, a Omega, mm-hmm. take your Omega Seamaster 300 for for example, mm-hmm. you have better, um, what's that term called, the magnet protection thingy, compared to the Rolex uh, male gauss, mm-hmm. it's even better than that, everything over it is better, and it's cheaper, and affordable. And attainable as well. Anti magnet thingy thingy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what's, what's the extra term for it. Yeah, but yeah, it's just the the luxuriness of the brand is not up there as much as the Rolex. So if you if you ask like any who from the streets says that hey, I uh, give you two watches right now. You want Omega or Rolex? Ten out of ten, everybody would say Rolex. Mm. Right. Yeah. So that's just yeah. um, the branding power of what Rolex uh, is holding um, compared to to other brands and so on. Mm. Right. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different comparisons as well. People really compare like Rolex to Omega, and the likes of comparing, say maybe even like um, Patek GLC, mm. right? People even compare like that, right? The value you get versus those two watches and so yeah. on. People often do those kind of comparisons. I guess there's always a watch for every market, mm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so on that, right? So when what are you, what are your thoughts on watch? as an investment do you see it as an investment or as, as a watch enthusiast you are extremely against people flipping watches and you, they should not sell at a profit or like basically what are your thoughts on it um, so this reminds me of um, um, another statement that my uh, uh, friend other friend who who is into watches was to say that um, um, that when he buys watches, one thing that he's very particular about is the resale value. Whether the, the watch actually has a good resale value or a secondary market value. So I'm not so sure on, you know, that perspective of, you know, selecting watches. Like 
you only buy watches that you know that the, the value of the watch will be retained and uh, if you want to uh, sell it later on you can sell it for a price that doesn't drop so much um, yeah. but I think for me ultimately you buy watches because you want that particular watch that design irregardless of the resale value so at least for me I, I don't see it as an investment of course it's always good as a bonus as a yeah. bonus yeah. if it retains yeah. because when you do get tired of the watch and you want to move on from it then of course mm. you can yeah. recoup a little bit of investment and then uh, let's not call it investment and recoup so a little bit reduce your losses reduce yeah. the losses yeah. and, and, and can use that money to buy another watch mm. to find a watch so yeah I definitely don't think it's an investment yeah, it's, I guess if you want to call it investment it's more of a sentimental investment mm. right? yeah. to, to like, fair to like what I, I like that word yeah so I, I think personally I think that you know in terms of flippers and all that if there's a demand for it I mean there's always going to be people who do that and I think personally coming like for myself you know if you want to do if you want to flip stuff like that there's also a lot of work that goes into it right don't get me wrong and I'm sure you know even if they flip it they have to do a lot of work they have to do research they need to know like like back then I was really into sneakers mm. and <laughs> and you know and part of part of that hobby back then was that I had to flip a lot of shoes because you know I would buy them some maybe I don't like and then I have to sell them mm-hmm. used once oh uh, yeah or <laughs> if I use it once or twice and I sell them some you know you still earn a bit of money uh, but the thing is that it does involve a lot of effort that goes into it mm. and I guess back then of course it's a hobby of mine and if I enjoyed it then to me it was uh, something that I like to do and I got money out of it and enjoyment out of it mm. right but if so on the flip side if someone is doing something like that purely for the sake of earning a quick buck then I would say maybe I would question that and also it's probably better use of your time to, to go and earn money elsewhere I, I, mm. I'm thinking right so Unless mm. it's, it, you do it because of a passion, mm-hmm. and somehow it just involves you owning a lot of Rolexes and then you flip and all that, then I guess, yeah. arguably you're still doing it for the love of the, mm. the, the, the hobby. Then yeah. I, I think I'm okay with that. But if you're doing it purely for the sake of using your connections, yeah, to get it, and then all you're doing is for your own, um, you know, just just making a quick buck, but you're not into increasing, you know, um, adding value to the hobby or the yeah. community of let's say the Malaysians who, are, mm. who like this, this, this watch hobby, right? Then I think, yeah, I, 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 that wouldn't sit well with me. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Uh, watches should never be an investment. <laughs> if you're a real watch collector, <laughs> it should never be an investment. Yeah. Right? Because you, you, you buy watches because you like, you like it and you feel good wearing it. Mm-hmm. And I would say that most of the people who think about investment, they're the ones going in the market. Yeah. Yeah, which just hold it, right? Yeah, like, which maybe like lead to some people thinking there's like a false demand yeah. Yeah. Of, of, of watches, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't really have any watches investment, like, like Hansen invest in some, something yeah. else, mm-hmm. like invest in real real estate. <laughs> whatever, right? Yeah, I kind of feel like there's probably better things for you to invest in. Right? It, it's kind of a waste if, you know, people just buy watches to keep it in the safe. Um, because it's like a equivalent to cash mm-hmm. yeah it's kind of a waste to not have yeah. it being worn yeah. but some people also do that to have their like bragging rights right? I don't know like, about that <laughs> yeah but it, 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 it's 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 um, I totally agree with that and it, it's an ideal situation where um, we do not have these people that 
quote-unquote ruin the, the watch community and so on but yeah i mean like if, if someone happens to own it they take care of the watch for over like 20 years 20 years down the road they resell it to another watch lover watch enthusiast for they double triple the price that they paid for i mean it's well deserved right i mean it's a watch lover mm. to another watch lover and yeah. you maintain the watch you took care of it and, and so on and it just happens to be mm. um, value at that much at that point of time so i think that's totally fine mm. but in terms of people use it uh, purely just buying it to flip it and do not give a damn about watches yeah unfortunately the problem will not go away um when there is demand for it and there's people that's pay for it it's both sides of the problem right yeah one side of it there's there's people that is that that, that is selling it and the other side of it is people that's willing to pay for yeah. it so right? willing buyer willing seller yeah willing buyer willing seller the, the problem will never go away when this happens yeah. right the only way is to to everybody just boycott and play <laughs> play with the system and just wait for your turn um but that is unlikely going to happen right so the, the problem is here to stay and it's just something that we have to deal with and something that you have to deal with <laughs> if you are getting into watch collecting as well right um so yeah that's 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 a problem to to stay right. so so given given that right will you then uh still 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 like sort of interested or still willing to buy a rolex first hand or would you just like fuck it i'm just going vintage from this point of time just like just just screw screw the screw the the modern selection screw the gray market and everything i'll just only buy vintage and so on so what are your thoughts on that you mean you mean given the chance for you to buy at retail or like given the current state but you can't get it at retail uh given the current state that you can't get it at retail i mean like oh, okay. would you would you like mm. say if given the chance would you jump on it and say it's like although i don't support it but this is in my favor i'm gonna take it oh. or would you just stick to you know it's like nah well, I guess I guess if you express your interest through normal means of putting on a wait list and it, yeah. and it comes to you, then I guess you should, right? Fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. but of course, if yeah, I mean personally, I'm not into the newer models and all that, so I I never, I've never really tried to use any connections. Not that I have any anyway. Yeah. You know, to try to jump the queue or like yeah. ask for mm. being bumped up the queue and all that, and and I guess. And I've said this a few times. I guess that I was more. I'm. I'm currently more into the the vintage Rolexes anyway. So I don't personally. I don't have a reason to to want a brand new one at retail at the moment, especially given the new designs. So I don't. I don't feel like I'm losing out a lot because of this issue. To be honest, right. like, but it is a shame for watch collectors as a whole. Mm -hmm. And I guess it. Yeah. I mean, one. You can see it both ways. The bad thing is that you know maybe this is. This stops people from being able, able to own a Rolex, but you know maybe it also makes this hobby a lot more um, exclusive, or it makes you feel good if you have one. I don't know. Yeah, it could work out both ways. Yeah, yeah. I, I always wanted the Rolex Sports model. <laughs> you always wanted, or you I always wanted. wanted. Oh, yeah, okay. I always wanted one, yeah. but it needs to be retail price. I would never oh, yeah. buy, pay even a hundred ringgit higher retail price. <laughs> yep. Mm, for it so I mean as, as, as time passes by I slowly accept that it's quite impossible <laughs> for me to get it at a retail price unless like, I suddenly meet a very rich person with a str very strong connection with ED right mm -hmm. which is like I don't know what's the what's really going to happen anytime soon so I mean I, I try to look at other attainable pieces yeah, right. for what's like even a date just 
I even wanted the just, which yeah. is exactly the same configuration, but a yeah. blue dial. Right. I mean, I always wanted that. Mm -hmm. But let's talk about that, right? So, like, so Renee and I both own a, a Rolex. We both bought it off retail and so on. What do you think, like, our chances compare with? Like, you you have an Explorer. I have a Datejust. Does it make us, like, does it bump us up into any, or does it give us any priority in terms of getting a sports <laughs> model? What do you think? <laughs> for think for so. those for those who I mean it's, it's for educational as well for those who do not know it people will say that all right, uh, we have spent at least for 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 a yeah. a, 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 uh, a maybe a non watch collector we we spent a decent sump amount in our Rolex. Um, people, I think a typical reaction or typical expectation is like oh that should give us like a bump in priority, right? What are your thoughts? Is it a yes or is it a no? Uh, I think it's a no. <laughs> it's a I'm no like, for me as well. Like, I immediately ask, so yeah. how how's the waiting list for a GMT or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah. I said, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't think it helps unless maybe you buy like five yeah. pieces in yeah. one go. Unless you hit a critical mass. I mean, maybe not five yeah. pieces in one go. <laughs> Even if you buy one and then the next month you buy another, I think. Yeah. But as long as they see that, I guess if they see that you spend a certain amount, then I guess you qualify as like yeah. a, for lack of a better word, Exclusive, yeah. exclusive uh, Rolex. Yeah, customer. It's probably it's like building up your credit rating. Right? <laughs> yeah. Take a few loans first with the bank. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I, I believe the 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 standard um thing they're talking about is a hundred k ringgit. Yeah. You need to break that barrier of hundred k ringgit in order to stand a chance. <laughs> in order to stand a chance stand to a potentially chance. get a a sports model. Mm. Yeah. So, but that's kind of I don't know I I don't know about you guys but kind of disagree with that but I guess that's it is what it is yeah. very yeah. illiterate mm -hmm. for sure for yeah, sure it is. yeah oh well that that's something that can't be changed as as yeah. mentioned before as well cool all right uh so quite a few interesting topics um today um uh, so let's talk about what are your next watches that you have in mind so what do you hope <laughs> to uh, achieve. Right, so I really like Tim. You just got a uh, the BB fifty eight recently, not long ago. Right. Where 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 do you, where, where, where does this lead you next? Huh? I think um, I I don't know about you guys, but with mm. me, there's just too many, <laughs> too many next watches. Like um, when I discover there is a a a, a new piece that I've never um, uh, that I didn't realize before, and and when I see it, uh, it looks quite good. Um, I feel like that's my next piece. What is it? Um, so <laughs> right now, so, so taking a step back, right? After I got this, um, yeah. there was uh, the next piece that I had in mind, and I think I told you guys was uh, the Grand Seiko um, Skyflake. Mm -hmm. So that was something that I was looking at. Um, but then along the way, uh, I kind of got distracted by um, the new Seamaster, or, or rather the the blue Seamaster three uh, three hundred M. Mm. I got distracted by. Um, with the IWC Spitfire Bronze, uh -huh. and then now recently, um, I I I discovered the the new Seiko King Turtle, which is actually pretty good oh, as well. Already different with watches. the yeah. <laughs> with the granite doll, the yeah. green granite no doll. But but what happened to your 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 initial um what they call it philosophy or whatever is that you you want like your your pilot your diver, uh, so well, yeah. but that's the thing because I've kind of have almost everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I have okay. the pilot. I have a diver. I have a dress watch. Yeah. Um, I have a few watch. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I, yeah, I do have a few watch. So I kind of have all of that ready. Fair enough. So it's just trying to 
um, go one class higher, I guess. Or, okay. Or okay. Each of them. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm in a similar state as well because, you know, if you ask that question, I can't really answer. I, I've kind of covered the ones that I want, mm. like dress, mm. uh, chronograph, uh, dress watch. I was never really into pilot, so mm. I, I don't know. But yeah, I've never really taken a liking to pilot watches. Mm. So I guess, I don't know, maybe look, if something catches my eyes that is an upgrade of any one of these, then. But then, l- when you think about an upgrade, then it's not going to be a small investment and it's probably going to take a lot yeah. for me to want to upgrade, as in, it's probably a piece that, yeah. like, wow, I, I need to have it. But as of now, I don't really have that and I'm mm. yeah, still saving up some money. But I think that's <laughs> why I feel there are, like, you know, the um, short term, mid term, long term watches. <laughs> like, right, the short term, obviously, it's uh, slightly. Uh, more affordable, uh, maybe like a king turtle, mm. uh, um, uh, which is relatively affordable. Um, uh, don't need to save so long. Uh, but, but let's, let's talk about that, right? Talk yeah. about king turtle. Um, it's a diver, right? Yeah. Versus the Tudor, uh, your Black Bay Fifty Eight. Yeah. It's a diver. What makes you hit toward that direction? If you're uh, talking about like an upgrade, and then this is it. like so. Um, of course, definitely want to have um, the upgrade. Like for example, yeah. um, I like Blue Divers. Yeah. So I have an Orient uh, Mako yeah. 2. And I, I'm looking at the Seamaster 300M yeah. because it's another blue blue and blue dive watch. But at the same time, I'm also kind of, for me, uh, um, collecting watches with different colored dolls. Fair enough. So I have blues, Ooh. I have blacks, I have gilt dolls. Uh, I want a green doll. <laughs> green doll, yeah. <laughs> looking at that too but uh, yeah. I like the king well, I guess, yeah, and I guess it. even if it's the same type of watch like a diver but the yeah. turtle is a very different design cue yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. I think yeah, I wouldn't you know, be too critical if someone wanted to have both mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's yeah, unless you're buying two very similar design very similar colours then I guess you would you, you yeah. generally want to stay away from doing that fair enough fair yeah. enough uh, I think for myself um, uh, so I typically I would say try, try my very best to get one a year. Mm. Wow. Right? <laughs> one because I think, because most of my watches are retail anyways, and it's uh, the, the EPP, the Easy Payment Plan of, of 12 months installment. So I typically follow that. Uh, that, that enable me for, for once a year. <laughs> and it yeah, mul- motivates me to, to, to work for it that year on year as well. That's the goal that I, I, I look at from, from year to year. Right. Um, so I don't know, for, for next year, um, the, the watch that I really want, uh, it's two at this point of time, which is either the Black Bay uh, GMT, mm. if I can get the it. Pepsi one, though. Yeah, which is two doors also in a waiting list game right now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, uh, two door Black Bay GMT in, in, in a bracelet, if possible. Um, otherwise, I'm considering a snowflake as well. Oh, Alright. Okay. Um, I, I thought nowadays yeah. the mm. Pepsi GMT shouldn't be that bad. Uh, the the AD told me it shouldn't, but um, I don't know. At this point of time, uh, it's just when it comes, it comes. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, but I don't imagine it'd be that bad, la. If you uh, want hopefully. it, I, yeah, it'd probably I don't know, maybe a few months. So I, I I spoke to 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 my AD like uh, I believe about two months or one month ago. Yeah. So my hopefully by saying. Q2 next year I'm able to get it I hope so um, 
if I get it, great. Otherwise, it's time to look at other watches. Snowflake. Snowflake. <laughs> but Snowflake, I'm looking at secondhand because I want the, the, the one series instead of the two, mm. uh, where it still shows the, the traditional the Seiko. Seiko logo. Yeah, so that's the ultimate sleeper watch for me. Mm-hmm. Right, people look at it, it's like first glance they see Seiko. Right? Only, the Grand Seiko only <laughs> appears at the bottom, so that's to me is quite attractive. Yeah. Um, and then the next one I potentially look at is uh, the Omega Seamaster 300. Mm. Right, I really like that watch. Um, titanium, super super nice, vintage inspired looking. Mm. So there's a couple of watches that I'm looking at. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's formal, then I'll look at probably two, which is the Cartier uh, Santos. Oh. Uh, medium. Medium. <laughs> medium. Wait, it's small, medium, or medium large? Medium large. Medium large. Oh, mm. to me that's the thing. I tried both medium and uh, and large. The medium is too small. The large is too big. Right, so I, I'm still like, like small. Yeah. <laughs> Go with smaller yeah. But to me The watch The very attractive thing About the watch Is that it, it, It's the interchangeable strap ah. It's so easy mm. It's an easy change You just snap on it And you change the strap mm. And everything like that right? So to me that is um, Especially if Like, I, like Renee like you, you share your watches With your, your wife right? Yes, yes. To me having something like that It's the ultimate watch To have to share With your significant other right? Mm. Because Normally on the bracelet it's very difficult to adjust the links if you share with your significant other, right? So you can have two straps, right? Mm. Yeah. So immediately you can swap to your ladder immediately and then you're, someone else mm. will wear it. So to me, that's attractive of, of that watch. Mm. So it means you need to buy the smaller size. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. With that logic, yes. Right. Uh, so to me, that the, the formal yeah. one is either that or reversal. Oh, mm. the reverse. Reverse reverse nice. Nice. Yeah, so to me, there's, there's a couple of options mm. that, that I have. Like, yeah, I guess I always wanted a rectangle watch as well. Yeah. And of course, the reversal is a D. Especially watch. the dual face one. Yeah. 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 Which, which reversal do you want? The, the classic as possible, just a simple design. Do you want the two? To, to make the reversal, I want it's the. The plain, the plain one. Right. Yeah, yeah, the so like I can engrave thing. something at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, 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 the two face is super expensive. Yeah. Just a traditional I like the two-faced one <laughs> The price <laughs> is so It's like the price of um, Two dogs <laughs> no, one, one price for two dogs so. no, the, the, the price is almost Two dogs It's inflated to account yeah. For two dogs Yeah Yep Yeah for me I actually don't know I, Currently I'm happy With what I have oh, uh, Wow right End now. game End game but my, my end game piece Will always be an AP Alright so, oh. Which is Quite impossible to get a retail as well. Yep. But I would, as a, I stick to my principles, I wouldn't build <laughs> for the retail. So Fair I'm not even sure if I'm able, I'll be able to get it Fair in the future. <laughs> in your lifetime. In my lifetime. <laughs> so I, I always want this like, uh, Janta design, which is the which is basically the first integrated mm. bracelet design. Mm-hmm. Right, where and like people thought it was a stupid idea to market a stainless steel watch as a luxury uh, watch. I mean, it, it started everything. So you have this like AP Royal Oak uh, Patek Nautilus and this VC, uh, I forgot what what is the VC one. So I, I want any one of those, but I think I think the most attainable is the Vacheron, but I think it's too big, uh, too big for me. So the overseas. Yeah, I think it's overseas. Really, it's too big. It's forty-one or forty-two. Uh, actually, for I didn't okay. really look okay. <laughs> into it much. Right now. Uh, yeah. So actually, don't know. 
So he's, he's you're at the end game already. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that's good. Congratulations. Yeah, but of course, <laughs> but of course, I'm, I still get distracted if I see like good, de- uh, good deals in, yeah. in the web, right? Like for example, the Snowflake, which yeah. I sent to you. I, I was so tempted, but I'm asking <laughs> myself, <laughs> do I really need it? You don't want a Batman anymore? I still want a Batman if I get a retail price. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I also want to they don't even get a retail price. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, That's they, a lot of ifs. So. They, tur- they turn out white, they turn out black. White either, either, but I prefer. I'm leaning more to the white one because they want to pan the dial. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, Daytona. That's, that's so all these kind of things, right? So I just accepted that it's quite impossible for me to get. So now I'm so confused what to get next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I think it's good in a way because it stops me from buying <laughs> new things. Fair Maybe uh, see more on Seiko. Uh, play more with Seiko Seiko releases. <laughs> It's more realistic and more pocket friendly. Your your latest your latest piece is the Seiko, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Seiko. Fair enough. That's a good one. Yeah. Sixty-two mass prospects with prospects logo, which you hate. It's a really good watch, though. I mean, do, I don't as much as I hate the, the prospect logo. I think it's a really really good watch. It's a very nice watch. Yeah, but the price you pay for it is just super. Yeah, although Seiko watches prices have been somewhat going to a bit of the more premium bracket, yeah. but mm. still, I think the value is is. Is a lot better than a lot of other brands you can get out there, mm. and mm. it's still the uh, gateway into watch collecting. I just, I for sure, yeah. Without you know worrying too much about you know making too big of an investment or yeah going too crazy on, on your first piece, mm-hmm. and it's always going to be a reliable timepiece. Definitely, yeah. Because mm. the movements are all workhorses, right? So. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, I think that's pretty much the topics that we covered today. Um, any last words to add in for anybody or anything? Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, I mean, well, the whole COVID situation is pretty crazy, so stay safe everyone, I guess. Yeah, yep. for sure. Alright, I guess that concludes the, the episode 3 for My Watches Podcast. And hopefully episode 4 will not take too long. We'll try to coordinate everybody's schedule and, and to, to have episode 4 as, uh, as fast as possible. And if you have, as usual, if you have questions for us and everything, oh, just topic. leave a comment yeah. or just message us one way or another, yeah. mm. and then we'll talk about it in episode four. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.